Blog Talk Radio.
Internet Church. Praise the Lord. Miracle Internet Church. We're so happy that you could join us. And we are happy to know that the Lord is with us. He's in our midst. He's helping us. He's strengthening us. And he's providing us with all that we need. According to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. God is good. And we are wrapped in his goodness. Amen? A special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Protestant, Christian, non-denominational, international church formed in the love of God. Amen? And we welcome you on behalf of the Lord Jesus Christ and his kingdom. We thank him for every opportunity that we have to share the good news of Jesus Christ and his power, his grace, his mercy, and his judgment to everyone who really wants to know about Jesus. Amen? And we're grateful to all of you who listen regularly. We encourage you to invite others to listen also. Amen? To all of our newcomers, Uh, We invite you to join us in our chat room, and our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. On your tablet or on your computer, uh, you type in MiracleInternetChurch.com, and when the page comes up across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Please do click that link. And when the page changes, click Guest. When it changes again, enter your own name, one of those that's on your birth certificate, and your uh, message of greeting to the saints, and the saints will respond to you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So we want to thank the Lord for bringing us all together by his Spirit, He binds us together in the love of God, and life just wouldn't be. It just wouldn't be. It really wouldn't be. If you're on a cell phone, use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up across the banner, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Click the three white lines. And they will open up all the other links to you. You may find MIC Radio Chat and follow the directions. Amen. Praise God. So if you hold on just a second, Pastor will be right back. Amen. All right, I'm back try to keep my word. I didn't stay long. I had to have a little cleanup here. I accidentally knocked something over. 
and I had to take care of that. Praise God. So, let's go on with the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over all the members of Miracle Internet Church. We thank you for covering us and saturating us in your grace, in your favor, in your spirit. We thank you, Lord, for faith. We thank you for the fear of the Lord. We thank you for holiness. We thank you for humility. We thank you for abundant grace and truth and favor for each of us. It is a privilege and an honor to serve you while here on the earth. Yes, Lord, it is challenging. It always has been. But you are our strength and you will carry us through. Amen. No matter what men may or may not do, Lord, and no matter how it may seem on the outside, it's a great day in the kingdom. It's a great day in the kingdom with you and with all the other saints. Amen. So we give you a praise, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, saints, we're going to have a few words tonight. Not a lot, just a few. And we're going to listen to God. We're really going to open our hearts up and really listen to what he's saying because it's critical that we actually do what he tells us to do. You know, it's nice to sit and listen to a message, but it's better to implement it because that's what the Lord's wanting. He wants full implementation of the message that is preached. He's not preaching it just to see if I know how to preach. He gave me that gift before I was born. Amen? I've been talking since I was six months old, and I didn't do baby babble. I talked. Just like regular people talk. I was only around adults, so I didn't have baby words. I had adult words. Amen? And yes, there are still persons alive who can verify that I was talking at six months old. So, it's not to see if I can talk, (laughs) okay? It's not to see if Brother Marshall and I can pray. It's because he has a message for all of us. And he wants us to do the message. Amen? Amen. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to listen to what God has to say, and we're going to do what he said to do. I believe that's what will please him. Amen? Amen. So we're going to give our full attention to what God is doing. We're going to give our full attention to what he is saying. We're going to humble ourselves before him. We're going to put our opinions in the garbage can and take his opinion instead. And we're going to do just fine. Because regardless of what the world does, our eyes are fixed on the Lord. And we are following him. We are following him every day of our lives. Amen? That's what we're doing. You know, if we were people that kept our eyes focused on the world, we would be quite upset about all the things that are going on all over the world, not just in our individual nation. But we're not. 
We're not. We're, we have a seat in heavenly places with Christ Jesus our Lord. We have a place in heaven with Christ Jesus our Lord. And we have a different point of view. And we can keep our eyes focused on Jesus. And he will keep our hearts and our minds in perfect peace. Amen? Amen. And that's worth having, perfect peace. Amen. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. Oh, there is a note that I want to make. Oh, I have two announcements. Thank you, Holy Spirit. One announcement is that I put some information in the chat room, I think it was today. Yeah, I think it was today. And I'm encouraging you to read it. Yes, you'll need to scroll up to do that, but it's there. It's um, You don't have to hit a link for all of them. There's one in particular that you don't have to hit a link. All you have to do is read, and it's there waiting to be received. Amen? It's very important. And I believe the Lord wants all of us to read it because he wants all of us to apply it to our lives. Amen? The next thing is, um, I did that one. What was it? Oh, on uh, our, our plan for this season with the candy and the tracks, I want all of, there's a song that I posted in the chat that I want all of us to learn because it's our war cry. It's our battle song. For this, we we have a battle song for this particular project, and it's it's important that we all learn the song. So I, I posted the link to it in the chat room that you might uh, listen to it until you've learned it. You can play it over and over and over again. Some of you already know it, but for those who don't, it's it's a very good one to have. You see, because what we're doing is we're telling the enemy in advance that Jesus is going to protect us no matter what. Yes, it's a very evil season, and it's a very evil, uh, um, I guess if you want, occasion. That's the right word. That's the word I want to say. And, yes, the devil does all kinds of wickedness. But, you see, God's power is greater than anything the devil has ever tried. You see, God didn't lose his throne. He kicked Satan out which would mean that the one that's still sitting on the throne is the one that has the power. We do understand that, right? So seeing as that is the case, we're going to walk with the one who has the power because he's the one who lives in us. He's the one who lives in us. So we're going to go with him, you know, and that's the way that really is. So when you hear the song, it's kind of upbeat. It is. It doesn't drag. So you can learn the song. It's not hard. You can hum it while you're vacuuming or something. Amen. Or while you're bringing in the groceries, whichever the case may be. So I remember that. Now, what else, Holy Spirit, was I supposed to tell? Oh, yes, I know what else the other thing was. The other thing is I don't want anybody to be surprised if you run into someone and they're not positive about the gospel. There are a lot of people who are not positive about the gospel. But you have the armor of God. You have the very presence of the Holy Spirit. Even if you run up on a Satanist, 
God is right there. The angels are right there. They don't have to figure out where their sword is. They know where it is. They know what it does because they are mighty in power, and their sword doesn't play. They don't have to figure out what to do. You know, it's not like um, you have a Glock and you have to figure out where the safety is and figure out where the trigger is. They don't do that. They they don't miss. They don't they don't go to marksman practice. They've got it down. All right. So try to remember that. Your angels are there. They know what to do. If anything should start, they got it. Okay. They got it covered, and you need to remember that, okay? All right. He's assigned angels to us. And if you recall correctly, once we started talking about it, I prayed for additional angelic protection. So God has sent us additional angels to be with us as we do what we're doing, because what we're actually doing is – Carrying out the Great Commission. That's actually what we're doing. We're obeying Scripture. Carrying out the Great Commission. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to go wherever we can and give people the gospel. And that's what we're doing. Granted, you might be on your own front porch, but that's not a crime. That's part of the Great Commission. Amen? So you can't say you never participated in the Great Commission. You don't have to get on an airplane like I did. You know, you don't have to do it that way. You can do it right where you are. So that's what we're doing. We are carrying out the Great Commission, and Satan is not pleased about it, but I could care less. Amen? It doesn't doesn't matter to me that he's not pleased with me about this. What matters to me is that we do what God has called us to do while we have a chance. What matters to me is that we obey the word of God while we have a chance. You see, after you're gone, you can't come back and do stuff unless God has already set you up that way. And most of us, once we leave, we aren't going to want to come back anyway. So now here it is. While we are here, we need to glorify God in our body. Jesus gave us in the Bible, in print, in some people's Bible, it's in red. He gave us specific instructions to spread the gospel. Amen? And it not only was his example, it was the example of all the apostles and all the other disciples. We are going to participate in the Great Commission this way. And God is going to bless us. And, yes, there is warfare to press through. We're taking it by faith in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. So I went and got me some tracks the other day, and I'm going to find me some candy as soon as I have time to get to the candy store. And we're going to be ready, saints. We're going to believe for those children to receive from God. I want you to lay your hands on those tracks and release the love of God through those tracks. I want those children to feel the love of God when they hit those tracks in that candy. Amen? Ours isn't like everybody else's candy. Our candy is blessed. Amen? Amen. I think that was the only announcement I had. (laughs) Kind of a long announcement there, but I think it was the only one I had. Um, I'm really looking forward to 
to lives being changed. I'm looking forward to seed being sown in the ground. And I'm asking the Lord to go ahead of us and break up the fallow ground in their little hearts so when they, when they get it, it'll be interesting to them. It'll, it'll draw them. They'll want to read it more than one time. They'll want to share it with their other friends that don't have one. And if you think about it and allow the Lord to release his joy and enthusiasm and zeal in that, in that endeavor, you'll think of other things to pray too. Amen? Amen. I want us to look back at this and say, yes, we did something for Jesus. Okay? Amen. Praise God. And that was my little announcement. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so now the towel is, 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 is drying up what I knocked over. Amen. We can take care of that too. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, with great joy and zeal, and yet with wisdom and the ability that you have given us to bind every demon that exists anywhere, you've given us the power and authority to use your name. And we will. And we have. And we do. We thank you, Lord. For this opportunity that you have afforded us, you opened our eyes to see it so that we could perceive it and grasp it and take hold and say, yes, Lord, I'll obey you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for all the souls that that will come into the kingdom, whether we're there to see it or not, because we did what you called us to do. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. It's a good feeling. You know, this obedience thing feels good, saints. You ought to try it more often. Amen. It has great reward on earth and in heaven. So, Lord, we ask you, for those that haven't quite gotten a hang of it yet, soothe us, fill us with enthusiasm and zeal and joy and expectation, and fill us with your Holy Spirit, Father, as we go about doing the things that you have designed and called us to do. We've been called into the kingdom for such a time as this, and we thank you for the grace to carry out your wishes in Jesus' holy name. Satan, you are bound in Jesus' name. All of your underlings, all of your agents, all of your tricks, your tactics, your maneuvers, your agendas, your assignments, we bind you in advance. We cage you and send you into the spiritual cages and to the feet of Jesus for judgment and all of your reinforcements in Jesus' name. You will not be tolerated. You will not be tolerated. We bind the demons in their little minds in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the demons and all the people they have soul ties with in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask you, Father, to have the angels escort the children to where we are. We don't have to go look for them. They'll come find us. And we'll share the love of Jesus with them. You said, suffer not the little children to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of God. We've been praying. Brother Marshall has been leading us in prayer. Lord, save the children. 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 Lord, this is what we aim to do. We know that you are with us because we're doing your will. And we know that Satan can't stop us either. Nor will we tolerate his tricks, his antics, and his devices of evil in Jesus' name. 
Not only do we put him on notice, Lord, but we ask that you release angels in advance to pierce him through with your swords in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you. Lord, this is the day that you have made. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your great faithfulness in our lives. We rejoice in the certain knowledge that you will not permit us to be tempted above our ability to resist. When temptation comes, you will make a way for us to escape, and this will enable us to bear it. Help us always to learn from the truths and teaching of your word, Father, which shows us what happens when lust is fulfilled. Yes, it brings forth death. Because of these realities, with your help, we will always flee from lust. We choose to flee from lust because we know that you will empower us to follow righteousness, faith, and love and peace, all who call on you out of a pure heart. We call upon you to enable us to abstain from all fleshly lusts which war against our souls. We will treasure your truth and will hide your word in our heart so that we might not sin against you. Help us, Lord, to be led of your spirit so that we will not fulfill the temptations of lust. Through the power of your might, we will stand fast in the liberty Christ has given to us, and we will no longer be entangled with the yoke of bondage. We rejoice, Father, that your truth has set us free. Because of your mercies to us, we present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to you. With your help, we will no longer be conformed to this world or even to our old lifestyle. Through the power of your word, We are being transformed by the renewing of our minds. As we seek first your will, your kingdom, your righteousness, we learn to put all lust of every kind, order, type, and rank behind us. Forgive us, Lord, for the idolatry of lust in our life that has come as a result of our failure to put you and your righteousness first. Thank you for delivering us from the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. You know, Lord, there are all kinds of lust. There's lust for mammon. 
Their love for a certain type of lifestyle. There's love for um, relief from financial distress. There's love for companionship or someone to listen to us when we have something to say. There's lust for a lot of material things. There's lust to be recognized. There's lust to possess certain things. There's lust to be looked upon and to be received by people a certain way. There's lust to comfort us. We want comfort. Thing to come comfort us. Somebody to come comfort us. Some of us just want somebody to make us feel a certain way. There's love for food and other things. In fact, Lord, I believe there's probably a lust for almost everything that there is in life. Somebody wants something that they think they don't have. So, Lord, because in particular, Christians like to wear a facade. They like to be phony. They like to put on a false front and pretend that they have no lust for anything. Well, Lord, that doesn't go along with who human beings really are. Human beings are still human beings. And Christians, if they're honest and truthful, are human beings too. And so in this body, Lord, there are many persons with many different lusts of many different kinds who just want to be noticed. Some people want attention. But, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to bring us to the point where we will be truthful with ourselves and truthful with you, that these lusts that we have that are inordinate, out of God's order for our lives are sin and that we will call them sin. We won't pretend it's something else. We won't walk in that lie because we're repenting of our lies. We want to thank you, Lord, for dealing with each member of Miracle Internet Church and their own individual lust, whatever that may be, and their own individual jealousy and their own individual envy and their own individual sin. Yes, Lord, 
sin is in this church. So we ask you, Lord, to bring your correction, to bring your conviction, to bring your power to bear in each of our lives. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you will not allow us to continue to proceed in sin. Some of us are in bondage. Some of us are backslidden because we won't do what it takes to get out of bondage and to stop being backslidden. So, Lord, we're here to get cleaned up. You can't go face off with the enemy full of sin. So, Lord, we're here to get cleaned up. We're here for the light of your love to shine on the darkness in our hearts and minds so that we will not lie to ourselves and we will no longer lie to you. We have sin in this church, Jesus. But, yes, you're the sin solution. So we call for our answers, and we call for our solution to our sin. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor because we know that you will answer our plea. In your holy name, Lord Jesus, we thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You know, somebody said to me that they want to be free, but it's not enough to want to be free. You got to do what it takes to be free and stay free. Wanting is nice. Doing is better. Amen? Amen. So that's what we're going to do. Because faith without works is surely dead. You know, we're going to go on and pray because the Lord has much to say to us tonight. And we're going to hear him. Amen? We're going to hear him. Yes. You know, Lord, we've talked about all kinds of sins. And and just then, we're not going to go all the way back for the whole 12-plus years. That's too much. (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) We're just at the moment going to talk about the last four years, all right? We've talked about all kinds of sin. But you see, it's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to bring it to resolution. It's one thing to say, oh, Lord, I'm sorry for all my sins. And it's another thing to get with the Holy Spirit, to get with the Word of God and do the, excuse the expression, elbow grease that it takes to get the job done. Till we have full breakthrough. Till we're no longer in bondage. Yes, Lord, there are people in this ministry that take deliverance for granted. They just want you to anoint me to do this mass deliverance so they don't have to do very much work. However, that's not the way you want to do it. You want people to come to an account for the sin in their lives. And you mean business. You want us to truly seek your face for the deep cleansing that you want to do in our lives. Some of us have leftover demons, past lives, and our past relationships. Some of us still need to go back and repent of things we have promised to others that just wasn't right from the beginning. Amen? 
but you are our God. You're here to help us. Tonight, Lord, you've given us Psalm 51. You intend for us to use it. It's not just the featured psalm. It's work we need to do. So we want to thank you for an opportunity to get clean and to get right with you because we don't really want to go to outer darkness. That's not our desire, at least not for most of us. So, Lord, sometimes we sit on our you-know-whats and don't do what we ought to do. So, Lord, we're going to come before you today, and we're going to get cleaned up because sin is still sin. We can't go out as a team, as a ministry, to confront the enemy full of sin. And there's a lot of sin in this ministry. So, Father, we thank you for an opportunity for the cleansing that the crimson tide from Calvary provides. We want to thank you for the blood and for its power. It's never lost its power. Your people just run from it. So, Lord, let's get started tonight. Amen. Let's get started. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, In the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man. All of his evil angels, all his evil spirits, all demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, and orders. And we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. Thank you, Lord. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, the Lord Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, listeners, reporters, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, technology demons, and their attacks. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, Bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse wave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons. Amen. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, technopaganism, mind control by the occult. Amen. Praise the Lord. We bind all all Leviathan spirits, 
brainwashing and kundalini spirits, water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits, their attacks, passive devils, their attacks, sorcery devils, their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, quartum spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger and their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intents. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. Amen. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone spirits in Jesus' name. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changers, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We bind targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave debilitating attacks. Amen. All remote viewing, all brain changes. Amen. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and components, everything coming against us from outer space as we term it from any satellite, from any orbit, from any planet, in the name of Jesus Christ, anything that's being beamed or sent to us by any agent of the devil, in the name of Jesus. Everything that comes through the satellite, through the uh, cell towers, and through our devices, we bind in Jesus' name. Everything in our atmosphere that is not pleasing to the Lord Jesus Christ, we bind it now, in Jesus' name. Spirit, we ask for conviction tonight. Throughout the entire message and the entire service, we ask for the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, because you desire for us to be clean and every withhold in every way in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians in Jesus' name. We bind the work of every druid. Amen. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, Russian, Chinese, Ukrainian, Canadian, UK, US, the Caribbean, the European nations, Malaysia, Indonesia, the Philippines, we bind all the witchcraft of all indigenous groups, all tribal groups, all covens, be they covens of witches, warlocks, wizards, shamans, witch doctors, 
Rakada globalist, Rikede de Brishanada, your son and Yasada Bro, Rakade de Brishanada de Sota da Brikede, Ruke de Brishada. We bind all the witchcraft and occult activity in the name of Jesus Christ. Rekade, but we bind all their curses sent against Christians in Jesus' name. We bind any cult, C U L T, Rukade de Brisha, and all of their Rukade de Brisha de Dia, false religious practices in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind all Hindu practices, Chaldean practices. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Chaldean witchcraft being practiced in any nation in the name of Jesus. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, low levels of dopamine, and we bind the prince of the power of the end. We return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind every abomination that has been committed. We bind the power of the dog. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. Father, any demon coming against us, it makes itself into a small insect. We ask, Lord, that you use your power to squelch that devil in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind the formation of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We bind all demonic knowledge in Jesus' name. We bind the transference of evil spirits, and we need to do that when we uh, interact with those that are coming to get our candy and tracks. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind the magic touch. In the name of Jesus, we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, assassinate, divide, confound, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool, and we bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind, food lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. 
We return to sender according to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang. Yeah, that's right. Each payback and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender, all witchcraft attacks through channeling the satellites and against the website and the app. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Lord. Returning, all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, vexes, spells, and such, all attacks in the name of Jesus Christ. Returning all Nigerian tribal attacks, turning all tribal attacks, all attacks from all uh, witch doctors, all shamans, all witches, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, diviners, and pagans in Jesus' name. Returning all Chaldean witchcraft, every bit of it in the name of Jesus. All Spanish witchcraft, breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. We're binding all superficial religious acts, binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, and folk magic spells, binding the demons of energies, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, and magical patterns, even in numbering, binding synchronicity, binding and caging Poseidon, Neptune, and all other wicked demons from the deep, in Jesus' holy name. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist, ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversion, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. Thank you, Lord. We bind the king of pride. So we cut off and cleave off all of his heads in the name of Jesus. We break his jaw. We put out his fire. We break his death roll. We strip off his armor, in Jesus' name. We bind them and send them into the cage, to the feet of Jesus, to be judged immediately. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over seducing, luring, and attracting demons that attract us to people that we ought not be attracted to. We take authority, dominion, and power over the demons that do that work in the name of Jesus. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We mute the muzzle them and gag them with the blood of Jesus. We chain them and we put them into the spiritual cage 
and we send them to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment and all their reinforcements in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over bewitching spirits that would have people attracted to, interested in, or drawn to persons that they ought not be attracted to, drawn to, or pulled toward in the name of Jesus. We break the spell in the name of we cut the garland with the sword of the spirit in Jesus name we sever the garland Father, we have people in this ministry that still have uh, sex devils, and they're still attracted to people, lured to people, pulled to people they ought not be attracted to. Amen. In fact, they should be repulsed. We still have people that have not properly dealt with the witchcraft from their background. We break their grip and hold in Jesus' name. We break their grip and hold in the name of Jesus. We bind the connections in the mind. We bind the connections in the mind. We bind the connections in the mind. We bind the connection in the emotions. We bind the connections in the heart. Lord, there are persons in this ministry that have been attached to, even romantically, to persons of ill repute, we'll say it that way. And later on in life, they're still attracted to the same kind of person with the same wicked qualities. But they do not understand that the magnet is inside them. So they come into Christianity. They give you the gloss over, and they think it's all gone away, but it's not. It has to be rooted out, and they have to spend time with you and the Holy Spirit to get it out. In Jesus' name. Runga de 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 de
rukata, 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 rike de rebrishada Some of us, Lord, are still making decisions, daily decisions, based on those old root systems in Jesus' name. Some of us have still got the club in us and the things and spirits that we attracted to us in the club. We're still drawn to the same lure. Satan is still pulling the same puppet strings. Lord, you have given us power and authority over those things in our lives. We need to do what you teach us to do about them. Thank you, Lord. Binding the rukati si brusha. Er setara brisha de diasa. Eshetara brika de diosura. Ishara de diosura kitara brasa tarabro. Rala la diosunda de brika de diosula de yasatara briki. Reke de rabrosa la de yasa. Raka de rabrisha de yosunda de brika de Lord, you promise us that you'll make everything new. But we got to do the work to get there. You've done your part. We need to cooperate with you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali. Excuse me. Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, On, all false deities. In Jesus' name, Mammon, 
Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. We bind you and send you into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dolls, hot and cold spots, geek weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual in Jesus' name. Ceremony, pledge. Ritual and rite and vow, and especially those of the associated organizations. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, and Freemasonry, and the rituals of every secret society. In Jesus' holy name, thank you, Lord, for that. Amen. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions, and we bind being misled. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. Father, we bind the work of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. Woo. Father, we ask you to teach us to guard our heart with all diligence. Lord, we come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Amen. We take a power, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us. We bind them in the name of Jesus, and we command them to leave us now. Father, in the name of Jesus, you you warn us about what we listen to and what we hear. You warn us in the scriptures. And, Lord, when gossip goes, we ought not be there to listen. So we take authority, dominion, and power over the gossip spirit and over the spirits that listen to and receive the gossip in Jesus' name. Many times in gossip, Lord, uh, someone is maligned, and it's usually not the person that's in the gossip conversation. 
Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask for conviction in all, on all MIC members, the gossip, that receive gossip, that receive and hear and a loose and release maligning of other people's character and good name. In the name of Jesus Christ, we ask you to convict them, Father. Convict them. It's sin. It's sin. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. It's sin, Lord. Lord, it's sin for us to receive it, <coughs> and it's sin for them to release it out of their mouth. We thank you for dealing with sin tonight, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, we got too many wagging tongues in this ministry. Lord, we have too many liars in this ministry. We have too many murderers, Lord, in this congregation. Murdering other people's reputation with their tongues. Father, we have too many judgmental people in this ministry. They think that they have the right to sit in the judgment seat. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for cleaning your house. 
Thank you, Lord. Lord, there are too many people in this ministry that have too many open doors, and they aren't doing anything about the open doors. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray peace of Jerusalem for kings through all are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially persecuted Christians and those that were left behind in Afghanistan or someplace else. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We bind up confusion, gossip, backbiting, division out of the camp of Jesus Christ, back to where it came from, along with coronavirus, in Jesus' name. Father, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus and our transportation. We thank you, Lord, that you take care of us. You defend us. You protect us. We depend on you, Lord Jesus, for protection. Help us to obey you. Lord, we cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get her into our dreams. We command them to stay away. We ask for your protection. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We give you praise. We give you honor. We thank you for the praising angels that attend us whenever we come together in your name, Father. Thank you so much in Jesus' name. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft attacks, especially to our bodies. We pull it out now. Every witchcraft attack to our bodies, we pull it out. We reach to the place where our body was attacked, and we pull the attack out. And we send it back. We fling it back where it came from in Jesus' name. That means your hands and arms are supposed to be moving to somewhere. Thank you, Jesus. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, anything sent to us, and we send it wherever it came from. In the name of Jesus, we ask you, Father, to destroy all voodoo dolls. In the name of Jesus. We cut, burn, and destroy all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm, and we sever them from ourselves. We tear down, we destroy 
We rip apart. We melt all false shields of the enemy and walls of protection around shamans, globalists, witch doctors, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, diviners, and liars in Jesus' name. We break the power of all charms, love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, spells of any kind, fetishes, psychic thoughts and prayers, witchcraft, bewitchments, potions, jinxes, all mind control, pain, torment, psychic power, psychic warfare, death spirits, prayer chains, incense and candle burnings, ungodly blessings, incantations, root work, everything being sent to our way, hoodoo, crystals, tribal rituals, and sins. All sorcery found in the name of Jesus return from whence it came in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We send back spirits of hate, spirits of gossip, spirits of slander, spirits of bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, blindness, binding spirits, bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate. We thank you, Lord, for your peace filling our lives. We thank you, Lord, for your truth filling our lives. And we thank you, Lord, for granting us a spirit of true repentance in Jesus' holy name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. 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 Well, I know there are more gossips in this ministry than than repented in the chat room. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, our featured psalm for this evening's worship is Psalm 51. And your homework assignment is to do what you ought to do with Psalm 51. Amen. Praise the Lord. Our verse for meditation is 1 John chapter 2 and verse 1. Amen. And our featured ebook is The Value of the Blood of Jesus. The Value of the Blood of Jesus. Jesus the Mediator. Amen. Amen. So tonight we're going to talk about Strengthen your mind for battle. Strengthen your mind for battle. Strengthen your mind for battle. Hear ye, hear ye, saints of the Most High God. That's right. Pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. Sin is very dangerous. Sin is very dangerous. I want everybody paying attention. I want your full attention on the sermon. Amen? No distractions in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Hear ye, hear ye, saints of the Most High God. The Holy Spirit has an abundance to teach you, but you must want to learn it and use it. The Holy Spirit of God has an abundance to teach you, but you must want to learn it and use it. 
You must want to learn it and use it. Mm-hmm. The armor of God is not the latest couture collection. No, that's not what it is. The armor of God is not the latest couture collection. It is functional and effective in spiritual warfare. Some saints have passive and slothful minds. Mm-hmm. They don't want to change. You, you and Jesus have a lot of work to do. They just want to listen to a good sermon without moving to do anything to change their level of torment or sin. Well, saints, until you get off your blessed assurance and put into action what we teach you, God isn't going to do much either. Amen? You see, God has done his part. He's provided you with everything you need to overcome. Now there's your part. Each of us has a part. Amen? It's like you have to be honest, truthful, transparent in your relationship with the Godhead. Amen? Praise the Lord. So, you got that part? Okay, good. I'm glad you got that down. Some of you are backslidden, but your excuse is that you are certain that pastor is very busy and you don't want to bother pastor. Well, pastor has something to say. Well, the giant grasshoppers in my yard don't want to bother me either, but it hasn't stopped them yet. Okay? Pastor is not bothered by being pastor. Pastor has sacrificed her entire life to be pastor. And pastor is not just who pastor is. Pastor is what pastor does. Amen? Amen. Praise God. You are of higher intelligence than grasshoppers. The offense of the Lord is designed to provide you with a 100% free, clean, healthy, renewed, and victorious mind. Amen? Amen. Let's say it again. The offense of the Lord is designed to provide you with a 100% free, clean, healthy, renewed, and victorious mind. I invite you to take full advantage of God's generosity in in this matter. Amen. As we have previously established, your heart 
and mind. It's where your thoughts, emotions, will, understanding, imagination, and intentions are kept. Yes, your heart and mind is where your thoughts, emotions, will, understanding, imagination, and intentions are kept. I realize some of you are just getting are just joining us because you're getting home late from work. Anybody that missed portion of this uh service, this church service, recast. Amen. Praise the Lord. Church, Satan is going to attack your mind. There is no getting out of it. Satan is going to attack your mind. No getting out of it. Why? Because it works for him 99.9% of the time. Some of you, even after all that you have been taught and exposed to in this ministry, are still afraid of the demon. Yes, it's the truth. You prefer to run and hide rather than to fight. It's the truth. Time to come clean. Amen? You prefer to run and hide rather than to fight. Seriously, right? I was wondering, does it matter to you that Jesus says to you personally, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Do you take it personally? Well, if you don't, you ought to. Passivity is sin. Passivity is sin. Satan burns your house down, but you don't launch a counterattack against him. You've been sick for as long as you can remember. Still haven't written me at gproom at outlook.com. Whining and staring off into space will not procure your healing and deliverance. Let me say that again. Whining and staring off into space will not procure your healing nor your deliverance. No, that doesn't work in God's kingdom. God's kingdom calls you to change. Backsliders can't fight. They are bound in sin. Backsliders can't fight effectively because they are bound in sin. Amen. Repentance is always available, but some are too stubborn and proud to humble themselves before our God. And if part of your repentance 
requires that you apologize to a person, then you need to do what you know is right. Strategy is to attack you at your most vulnerable point in your heart and in your mind so that you will become weaker spiritually, spiritually immobilized and unable to defeat him. And this has already happened to some of you. Let's talk about it. His strategy is to attack you at your most vulnerable point in your heart, in your mind, in your emotions, so that you will become weaker, spiritually immobilized, and unable to defeat him. And it's already happened to several people here. Your victory, should you decide that you want to be free, depends upon knowing that Jesus Christ paid the price and he has broken the power of sin and Satan's hold on your mind and has made it possible, 100% possible, for you to have a 100% victorious mind. That's right. That's what I said. Jesus Christ paid the price, and he has broken the power of sin and Satan's hold on your mind and has made it 100% possible for you to have a 100% victorious mind. Amen. When your thoughts, your emotion, your will, your understanding, and your imagination are strong in the Lord, you will be victorious. You will be able to rise up in the power of the Holy Spirit and discipline your own mind. That's right. I'll say it again. When your thoughts, your emotions, your will, your understanding, and your imagination are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, you will be victorious. You will be able to rise up in the power of the Holy Spirit and discipline your own mind. Your own mind. You will be able to discipline your own mind, saints. This is the plan and will of God for your life. You'll be able to resist Satan by taking control of your own thoughts. What a novel idea. It's been around since Jesus came and died on the cross, but it actually started before the foundation of the world. You'll be able to resist Satan by taking control of your own will. You will be able to resist Satan by taking control of your own emotions. 
Yes, you can do this thing. Yes, you can. Have you asked the Lord to help you to take control over your own emotions? What about your desires? What about your desires? What about what you want to feel? What about your desires? What about what you want to have? Yes, you can take control over your own desires too. Control of your attitudes and bring them under the control of the Holy Spirit. You can make them bow to the will of God. Hey, Miracle, are you listening? I need to know, are you really listening? Temperance is self-control. That's what we call it, temperance, control. I know you read about it this week. Right under that thing where you bind your own emotion and you loose over yourself, Galatians 5, 22 through 25. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let's spend our days and our time in the Spirit instead of in the flesh. Self is not going to get you to heaven. Amen? So, temperance is self-control, governed by the Holy Spirit. Temperance is self-control under the governance of God, the Holy Spirit. A determination, moderation, and indulgences. Amen. Governed by righteous boundaries. So you won't be sitting there eating the whole uh, slip of cookies. You'll get three cookies, put the rest back, and that's it for that day. Yes, you can do it. Yes, you can do it. No, you do not have to eat one quarter of a pound cake. No, you don't have to do that. You don't have to eat the whole bar of chocolate. You don't have to eat a dish flowing over in your favorite flavor of ice cream either. Amen. Amen. It's real. No, you don't have to have a steak just because you think you want one. You know, there's some people, this is how they determine what to eat. They do not discuss it with the Holy Spirit. They just decide in their flesh, well, I feel like such and such and such. Uh, No, 
that leads to health problems. Because in your flesh dwelleth no good thing. So what do you do? You ask the Holy Spirit to direct you to what you ought to eat, not just what your greedy little self wants. Amen. Amen. We're talking about righteous boundaries, church. We're going to give you an example of a righteous boundary here. Genesis chapter 39, verse 9. Genesis chapter 39, verse 9. Genesis chapter 39, verse 9. This is a, a, a scripture from the story of Joseph. And Potiphar's wife had the hots for him. And she was trying her best to seduce him and to lure him into sin because she wanted to be an adulteress. It wasn't him after her. It was her after him. She was lusting after Joseph. I know I'm talking to a group of people who pretend they don't know anything about this, but that wouldn't be the truth either. Amen? So we're in Genesis chapter 39, verse 9. Genesis chapter 39, verse 9. There is none greater in this house than I, Joseph says to her. Neither hath he, speaking of her husband Potiphar, kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Some of us have desires that are sinful, and they are a great wickedness and sin against God. We need to admit it, and we need to get right with God. Amen. Some have never done away with all your sensual devils from the past. Yes. You have long ago repented of licentious behaviors. But when exposed to temptations, you are right back to those old pathways. In your mind, you flirt with danger under the guise of just helping a friend. Mm. Satan is watching and waiting. Besides, you know what you are doing. You're just lying to yourself. That's right. Satan's been bringing people down this way for so long that it's old hat. And you know about it. You knew it when you were in the world. You know it now. But then you want to make room for inordinate, out-of-God's-order relationships, relationships that should stay on proper boundaries. But no, you're going to let it go a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further till you're in sin. And then you're going to pretend that you don't know how you got there. But that just won't work. You see, God the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Amen. 
Amen. Praise God. Amen. If you fail to do what we teach you, if you fail to do what we teach you, that is, bind every thought, based on 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. It's right in your, in, your, in your information where you bind the carnal mind and you loose 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 over yourself. It's right in your information. You bind your carnal mind and you loose over yourself, casting down imagination. You know, you got these imaginations, you and whatever it is you're lusting after. And every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, it's going to buck up against Jesus. You know, causing some of you to uh, um, bear false witness against your Savior. Bearing false witness against your Savior is a, it's worse than a felony. It's a serious crime. And every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought, every single thought, every single thought, every single thought, bringing into captivity every single thought to the obedience of Christ. you got to make those thoughts bow to Jesus, the Jesus that's in you. Amen? You have to bind those thoughts. That's what's required. Yes, and you have to bind them till they don't come back anymore. Matthew chapter 18, verse 18. Matthew chapter 18, verse 18. Matthew chapter 18, verse 18. Verily I say unto you, Jesus speaking, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth, shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. What ye bind on earth is going to be bound in heaven. That means Jesus is not going to start the process. You are. You will be kept. If you fail to do what we teach, Based on these scriptures and others, you will keep a passive mind wherein you fail to resist Satan's attacks and allow your mind to be controlled by the demons and your own wicked desires. I'll say that again. Amen. 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 Praise God. The Lord is our helper, saints. He's come to help us tonight. And we need to humble our happy little selves, receive his help. Amen. We need to receive his help. Because we need his help. Amen. We need his help. Amen. All right. That's the truth. 
so, as I was saying, if we fail, if you fail, if you fail, you don't have to, you know, but if you choose to do it this way, if you fail to do what we teach, which is bind every thought, well, pastor, that's hard to do. Well, if you've never run a marathon and you start running, yes, it's going to be hard to do. First, you have to do some warm-ups, some stretches, and some practicing. Well, what do you mean by that? I mean you sit down every day and you take a 30-minute period of time and you bind every thought that comes into your mind, every single thought. It doesn't matter what the thought is. You just bind it in the name of Jesus. It's a thought, you bind it. You bind it. You bind it. You bind it. You bind it in Jesus' name. And you keep doing this exercise, this stretching exercise, till you get to where you can sit there for an hour. And you bind every thought, every thought, every thought, every thought that comes into your mind. And you keep on practicing. See, if you're going to run a marathon and you're going to win it, you have to do a lot of practicing, a lot of working out, a lot of stretching out, a lot of strength building, core building. you got a lot of work to do. So you keep right on practicing and you bind every thought, bind every thought. After a while, it will be a habit. And you'll start doing it automatically. Amen. That's the way you win. You got to want to win first, though. Amen. So, Satan's attack. Yes, if you don't resist, you will maintain a passive mind. And those of you that a passive mind came down through the family line, you really got to get with it. You got to get with it, stick with it, stay with it, and never leave it. You got to resist. You don't have a choice. Or your mind will always be controlled by the demons and your own wicked desires. Second Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 14. 7, verse 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. The humbling comes first. And seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways. Yes, wicked ways, plural. Then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sins and will hear their, heal their land. I think that's what we're looking for. 10 verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. You don't have to stand there and let people pour the wickedness, the poison, the lies, the um, twisted, uh, the twisted uh, doctrines or whatever it is they have to say, ought not to be saying anyway. You don't have to stand there and be their garbage can for them to dump that in you and then for their demons to transfer to you 
and then you start acting just like them. Why? Because the demons have found the stronghold in your life. Why? Because you didn't resist them. You wanted to hear that. You wanted to participate. You wanted to get all in it. Well, now you got all in it. You got their demons too. Amen? And yes, that is happening in this ministry. Amen. And that's the truth. You wanted to sit there and hear all that. You wanted to participate in that level of conversation. You already knew it was against the scriptures, but that didn't stop you. You didn't say, excuse me, so-and-so, but I think this, this conversation has gone beyond what, God, what would please the Lord. It's gone beyond what I should participate in. And I want to apologize to you for standing here receiving all that you just said. I forgive you for that. And let's not ever have this conversation again. You have the right to say that to anyone. However, you must open your mouth and let the words come out. Amen. What good does it do you to sit up here and listen to what I'm teaching you, but when you're on the when you're on the battlefield, when you're facing the enemy, you just stand there and suck up all that gossip and suck up all that uh, backbiting and all that innuendo and all of that uh, maligning of other people's character. You just listen to anything. You're not discriminating in what you will listen to and what you will not listen to. You haven't established boundaries in your own life on what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. Well, the word of God has done it for you. Just take the ones God gives you. Amen? Amen. God will help you, but you got to be right. All wicked desires are not sexual. No, some of them appear to be based on a valid need. However, you can't justify satisfying a legitimate need in an unlawful and unrighteous way. I'll say it again. Cannot justify satisfying a legitimate need in an unlawful and unrighteous way. Psalm 23, verse 3. Psalm 23, verse 3. Psalm 23, verse 3. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness, paths of righteousness for his name's sake. God will lead me in paths of righteousness. Your flesh will lead you in paths of unrighteousness. You choose. Amen? 419. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. But my God shall supply all your needs, what you actually do need, according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Well, Christ Jesus is holy. He's not going to satisfy your desire with something that's not holy. All right. He's righteous. 
He's not going to satisfy your desire with unrighteousness. He's pure. He's chaste. So he's not going to satisfy your desire with something that's not pure and not chaste. Amen? Amen. Psalm 145, verse 16. Psalm 145, verse 16. Psalm 145, verse 16. Thou, speaking of God, openest thine hand and satisfieth the desire of every living thing. But God's not going to give you somebody else's husband to satisfy your desire. Do we understand that? God's not going to give you somebody else's wife either. God is not going to give you someone of the same gender either. God is not perverted, and neither should you be. Amen. Openness thine hand doesn't mean that you get in the flesh because it's easier to do than obeying the scriptures. No, that's called sin. Well, God said he'd give me a man. That doesn't mean you need to go looking for him. Out in the club, at work, in your neighborhood, or on the Internet either. God said he'd give me a woman. That doesn't mean you need to go in a hunt and search. And your male member is not a Geiger counter. I think you know exactly what I'm saying. Amen? I think you clearly understand exactly what Pastor is saying. Your male member was not designed to tell you, oh, it's this one, it's this one, it's this one. Oh, whenever I see her. This feeling just comes over me. Yeah, that's a demon. A lot of that attraction stuff is nothing but demons having a good time. They will give you feelings that will lead you to hell. Amen. Demons will give you feelings. So if you live your life out of your feelings, the demons are running the show. Amen? Amen. Psalm 23, verse 1. Psalm 23, verse 1. Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Well, what do you do? You're not married anymore, and and you're used to having this where you don't have it now. You can take those same desires that you used to have for your marital partner and hand them right over to God. Say, Lord, I'm turning this over to you because right now we're not married, we're not together, and I have no use for those feelings now. 
So I'm turning them over. I don't need them right now. Thank you, Kat. Yes, you have authority, dominion, and power over your own sexual urges. Yes, you do. Amen? Oh, yes, you do. You just want somebody to talk to, eh? Well, Jesus is always listening. Ask him. You have not because you ask not, okay? If you don't, shut down. Satan's attack. You will not escape his trap. If you don't shut Satan's attack down, you will not escape his trap. Let me say it one more time. If you do not shut Satan's attack down, you will not his trap. Haven't you had enough sin and misery in your life? And so you're signing up for some more, eh? You didn't get enough before. You didn't have enough misery, enough strife, enough pain, enough sorrow, and enough tears. You want to you wanna re-up for some more. Is that the case? If you allow your mind to be filled with negative thoughts and you don't counter them with the scriptures, If you allow yourself to indulge in every carnal, fleshly desire, even when you shop, if you allow yourself to eat everything you want to eat, if you allow yourself to spend much more money than you have, if you covet things which are far beyond your budget, If you allow every fear, every doubt, every anxiety, and every worry to rest with you, you will live in defeat. You will live in defeat. You know, saints, you're supposed to attack back. You're supposed to counter the devil at the very beginning of the attack, at the onset, at the onset, soon as it starts, soon as it starts, soon as it starts, somebody sending voodoo pins to you, you get that prick, that prick, and it's time to fight, 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 fight. One of the most dangerous positions for any Christian in this spiritual warfare against Satan and against his principalities is a passive mind. If you refuse to fight back in spiritual warfare, it is quite possible that you, your family, your region, and your nation will fall to communism and complete tyranny. Trap by a satanic, oppressive, and unjust government. You can't just complain 
You must pray to the Father in the name of Jesus Christ. You must bind evil passivity, starting with your own evil passivity. Press the battle to the breakthrough, to overcoming. That's what you're supposed to do. You fight till you win. You know, there are those of you who you got into a battle and you started and then you sat down. And then later on I preached something and you got you got convicted and you got up and you started again. But you ain't never just press, 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 press till you get the breakthrough, till you overcome. No, you just keep sitting down. The word passive means lacking in energy or will. Submissive to demonic attacks. Receiving attacks and enduring them without resistance, without proper resistance. Oh, Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. You want to get serious about this? Do you want to get serious or you want to be captured by the enemy? I'll say it again. Passivity is sin. It is contrary to the character and nature of Jesus Christ. The Christian who has a passive mind is one who is exercising no control over his mind No control over his thoughts, no control over his will, over his emotions, over his desires, over his behavior. This defeated saint allows Satan to fill his mind with thoughts of fear, doubt, worry, lust, covetousness, lies, rebellion, deception, and other evil simply resisting Satan with the word of God. Not only do you have to bind the devil, but there's this thing of it is written, it is written, it is written. It ought to be coming out of your mouth, out of your mouth, out of your mouth. Amen. Amen. Instead of resist by taking aggressive action, This defeated saint submits to and endures Satan's attack without resistance. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I've got a headache. Oh, I really need to lay down. (sighs) This defeated soul fails to exert any spiritual energy to bring his mind under the control of the Holy Spirit, and as a result, never gains any territory, but remains in the same weakened condition. Saint of God, is this you? If so, what are you going to do about it? If this is you, What are you going to do about it? 
Amen. First John chapter four, verse four. First John chapter four, verse four. First John chapter four, verse four. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is inside you than he that is in the world. Luke chapter 10, verse 17. Luke chapter 10, verse 17. Luke chapter 10, verse 17. Seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. You going to use that scripture or not? You decide. First John chapter 3, verse 8. First John chapter 3, verse 8. First John chapter 3, verse 8. He that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. He came to earth that he might destroy the works of the devil. Where he accomplished that, okay? It's been done. It is done. 2 Corinthians. Chapter 10, verse 3. 2 Corinthians, chapter 10, verse 3. 2 Corinthians, chapter 10, verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And where would those strongholds be? In your mind and heart. Sing down imagination and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. This is not a suggestion. This is a command. Finally, my brethren, we are commanded to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles, 
strategies and tactics of the devil. So wear the armor so you can stand up against the devil and stop standing there listening to gossip and stop standing there participating and stop adding your two cents to it and stop allowing it to sit in your heart and in your mind and you go over and over it and now every time you see that person that you all talked about like a dog, that's your opinion of them, that's your judgment of them, and you've made conclusions based on who they are and what they are and you don't even know them that well. Come on. It's time to grow up, church. It's time to grow up. You sit up and listen to gossip on top of gossip on top of gossip. People's opinions that aren't even worth holding conversations with because they have nothing constructive, and then you're going to use that as a judgment tool. Not the word of God, not what the spirit of grace says. No, you're going to use gossip to judge somebody you don't even know. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Now, saints, I'm going to warn you one more time about being somebody's trash can. You collect their litter, and then you're filled up with their trash. They come to whine, moan, groan, and complain to you about whatever is or is not suiting them. And you stand there and just let them dump on you. You're wrong for that, saints. You're wrong. God did not make you to be anybody's trash can. Do we understand that miracle? Amen? Do we understand that? You are not anybody's, not even your children's trash can. All right? They grown. They need to finish growing up. Amen. 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5 beginning with verse 8. 1 Peter chapter 5 beginning with verse 8. Be sober. Be serious. Be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Well, you don't have to be devourable. That's up to you. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Amen. Praise the Lord. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Well, that does not have to be you. It does not have to be you. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27. Neither give place to the devil. See, saints, this is how most people think. They think this this message is just about certain things. But I want you to know these things that this message is about affect your finances too. 
Yes, you heard me. It affects your finances too. The Bible says not to give place to the devil. It also says in another place to not be a partaker of other men's sins. Do not be a partaker, a participant in other men's sins. Matthew, chapter 16, verse 19. Matthew, chapter 16, verse 19. Matthew, chapter 16, verse 19. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now let's talk about your imaginary lover. Oh, yeah, I'm going there. Some of you have these imaginary lovers. And some of you are married with imaginary lovers. Well, guess what? Let me tell you about that imaginary lover. It's a demon. Yes, it makes you feel good, doesn't it? But it's a demon. It's a demon. Amen. James chapter 4. James. The James chapter 4 beginning with verse 1. James chapter 4 beginning with verse 1. James chapter 4 beginning with verse 1. From whence come wars and fightings among you? What brings all this strife between people? Come they not hence, even of your lust, that war in your members? Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. And that sword coming out of your mouth needs to be dedicated to Jesus. Ye fight and war. Yet ye have not, because you ask not. Ye ask and receive not, because you ask amiss, that you may consume it upon your lust. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity, it's at war, it's at hostile war with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain? The spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy. He ain't going to put up with you courting the demon. You're either going to love Jesus or the Holy Spirit's going to pack up and leave you. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore, he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. But you've got to do the resisting first. You've got to do the submitting first. 
submit, resist, then he flees. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your heart, ye double-minded. Purify your heart, you double-minded. Going back and forth, the devil or Jesus, the devil or Jesus, the devil or Jesus. Where should I go? Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves. God's not going to do this for you. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Didn't say you lift yourself up. Didn't say you boast. Didn't say you boast about what you think you've accomplished in Christianity. Doesn't say you pat yourself on the back and say, oh, what a wonderful saint you are. It says, and he shall lift you up. Speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judgeth his brother speaketh evil of the law and judgeth the law. But if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law but a judge. Verse 12, there is one lawgiver, not you who is able to save and to destroy. Who art thou that judges another? Amen. Psalm 91, verse 3. Psalm 91, verse 3. Psalm 91, verse 3. Surely, He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. That's right. The fowler is somebody that traps a bird. And what he does is he takes the trap called the lure or the snare, and he kind of hides it in some leaves and some brush so that the bird doesn't detect it. But he promises to deliver you from the snare when you get into it. But, you know, you're going to have to ask him to do it. 2 verse 25 Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 25 Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 25 In meekness instructing those that oppose themselves Some of us are still opposing ourselves If peradventure if God peradventure if God perhaps will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth Yes, the repentance comes when you acknowledge the truth, that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him at his will. Amen, saints. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this word tonight. Yes, it's a bit lengthy, but it needs to go deep. So we thank you for making a place and helping us to give it place in our hearts and in our lives. We need this, Jesus. We need a cleansing in this ministry. It's too much sin in this ministry. It's too much sin in this ministry. We need a cleansing in this ministry, Lord. And I thank you for it. 
in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen and amen. Oh, amen. Praise God. Let's see. What time are we doing here? Woo. Let's see. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your generosity with the word tonight, Lord, and prayers. We thank you for your love for us. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's job is on the line. It was a short honeymoon for McCarthy. And then Kevin McCarthy received the one ultimatum that scares him the most. House Speaker McCarthy is facing a revolt by conservatives over his scheme to pass a short-term funding bill to fund Joe Biden's agenda, which will only create the conditions for an eventual surrender to Democrats on the funding levels for fiscal year 2024. Conservatives saw this game play out during the debt ceiling fight where McCarthy passed a conservative debt ceiling bill out of the House of Representatives only to roll over and allow Democrats in the House, Senate, and White House to dictate the terms of the deal, which ended up allowing Joe Biden to raise an unlimited amount of debt until January 2025. The opposition to McCarthy knew that if they let him pass a bill to the Senate funding the government without guarantees he would hold the line on spending, then McCarthy's endgame is using Democrat votes to fund the government. Tennessee Congressman Phil Burkett appeared on CNN's State of the Union to warn McCarthy that any more to use a majority of Democrat votes to fund the government would result in a motion to vacate the chair and the removal of McCarthy as Speaker of the House. That would be something I would look strongly at, ma'am. If we do uh, do away with our duty that we said we were going to do, they're all talking about this promise that he made with Biden a year ago. What about the promise that we made to the American public? that we were going to be responsible Americans. We're going to be governing over a pile of rubble if we're not careful. Our financial ship is sinking, and the American public needs to realize all of these fancy titles, CRs and omnibus, that confuse the American public are not working. The curtain's off. We need to do our duty. We should be back in Washington right now dealing with it. But what are we doing when they send us home, Burkett stated. Conservatives won the right to allow just a single member to introduce a motion to vacate the chair during the fight to elect McCarthy's speaker this past January. McCarthy also agreed to a budget process that meant passing individual appropriation bills 
and slashing socialist spending. McCarthy is not living up to his end of the bargain, and conservatives in the House of Representatives appear ready to take action. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications in Jesus' name. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a taxpayer-funded health clinic operating within Lawrence High School in Fairfield, Maine, is reportedly secretly drugging its students with antidepressants without telling their parents about it. And if you say anything about it, the school might call Child Protective Services on you. That's CPS. That is what allegedly happened to Eric Sachs, the father of a girl who attends Lawrence High School. The child was reportedly sent home with a secret baggie filled with prescription antidepressant drugs like Zoloft that came from the school's Bulldog Health Center, which is a federally funded school-based health center. When Sack discovered the pills, he immediately addressed this affront to his parental rights by contacting Lawrence High School principal Dan Bowers to complain about the undisclosed drug to his daughter without his consent. Bowers told Sack that he is not responsible for what happened because the school-based health center is a separate entity from the school that is not under his control, even though it operates on school property and provides health care services for school students. Representatives from the Bulldog Health Center, which is operated by the Waterville-based Health Reach Community Health Centers, told SAC that they are legally allowed to prescribe whatever they want to Lawrence High School students and that they do not have to tell parents about it. Yes, you heard it. Sack was further told by the representative that the Bulldog Health Center is also not responsible for putting a proper safety label on the druggy bag, which was taken home to a household with two other young children who could have found it and taken the drug, potentially poisoning or killing them. In response to all this, Sack decided to pull his daughter out of the public school and get her in to see a doctor and a therapist. I'm looking out for the best interest of my daughter, Sack said. That's why I pulled her out of school, because I don't think she really ought to be there if they're going to start giving her pills, you know. Until I sit down with a doctor that I picked for my daughter, not through the school. As punishment for Sack doing this, someone, here you go, someone from either the school or the health clinic contacted the Department of Health and Human Services Office of Child and Family Services, which is a part of the division of Maine State Government tasked with investigating allegations of child abuse. An agent from Child Protective Services also ended up calling Sack as well to inform him that an agent would soon be arriving for a surprise visit 
to conduct a child welfare investigation. Called and said it was an emergency situation at my house, that I was pretty near holding my daughter hostage. It is what the gentleman they can, it 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 is what the gentleman that came yesterday told me. Sack said he had information only that the school and Bulldog Health Center had. As promised, CPS agent Dylan Wood showed up at Sack's house and grilled him and his family for three hours, including asking them if there were any firearms inside the home. Now, you see, that's why I don't need to have children. In the end, Wood realized that Sack had done nothing wrong and that someone had simply called CPS and CFS as retribution from him exercising his parental rights. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, and we ask and request for the adjudications of the righteous judge in this matter, in every single aspect of this matter, in Jesus' name. You release parental rights from your throne to parents. And we thank you for upholding your own will. In Jesus' name, amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a questionable green light from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, that's the FDA. Medical experts left confused and concerned. This is the story surrounding Brexit. Piprazole, branded as Rexulti, the patient in Alzheimer's patients, despite alarmingly high death rates and poor results in clinical trials. Okay, so we have alarmingly high death rates and poor results coming out the trial. Patients prescribed this drug faced a fourfold increased risk of dying compared to people who didn't take the drug. According to an investigation published in the British Medical Journal or Medical Professionals, the FDA's move raises troubling questions about efficacy, safety, and regulatory diligence. For medical professionals, the FDA's move, oh, Move raises troubling questions. In an open letter from May 3rd, Nina Zeldes, who has a doctorate in medical anthropology and is a drug safety advocate and researcher for Public Citizen, a consumer advocacy organization, urged the FDA to reject the drug manufacturer's bid. She argued that the drug has no meaningful benefits and increases patient risk of harm. Approving ineffective drugs erodes public trust and gives false hope to families of Alzheimer's patients, she wrote. Patients need to trust that FDA-approved drugs are safe and effective, she added. Ms. Zeldes also noted that up to 21% of nursing home residents already receive risky antipsychotics citing a New York Times investigation. According to her, approving this drug could increase the use of these potentially deadly drugs. 
However, one week later, on May 11th, the FDA approved this drug to treat agitation in Alzheimer's patients, citing clinical trials showing statistical meaningful improvement. Yeah. The efficacy of drugs for treating Alzheimer's dementia is, oh, by the way, this is the most uh, recent uh, outside of COVID uh, disease state that they're trying to um, farm out to folks. Okay, what do I mean by that? Okay, you go to get some blood tests done in a lab that only does blood tests, urine tests, blah, blah, blah. Well, there's a television going. And on the television is this repeated commercial and explanation about Alzheimer's and dementia, Alzheimer's and dementia. When they finish talking, you think everybody in the world has Alzheimer's and dementia. And you're hearing it across mainstream media. It's on the Internet. It's everywhere. If you turn to watch just some normal show um, that's not on a channel that doesn't have – have commercials, then you're going to hear this. You're going to see these people in this commercial. They're going to tell you about this drug and tell you to treat this. You know you need to shut them folk off. You need to stomp them right out your TV. Mute is a powerful thing. The efficacy of drugs for treating Alzheimer's dementia is based on a scale called the Cohen-Mansfield Agitation Inventory Scale that measures 29 behaviors. Caregivers assign a score of 1 to 7 for each statement for a total score of 29 to 203. Some behaviors listed on the scale include how often the patient hits, kicks, and screams, is restless or paces aimlessly, screams or curses, repeatedly ask the same question, complains or is excessively negative. Now, saints, there are some four-year-olds who do pretty much the same thing. Amen. To determine effectiveness, a patient score must change by a value of 17 after 12 weeks of an intervention to be of clinical value. However, this drug trial showed only 5.3 maximum reduction in CMAI scores, according to the open letter, far below the efficacy threshold. This drug also increased mortality. In weeks, death rates were four times higher among those prescribed the drug versus placebo. Furthermore, common adverse side effects include urinary tract infection, sleepiness, insomnia, and higher incidences of cardiovascular events, she added. A boxed warning is considered the highest safety-related warning issued by the FDA, intended to let the public and prescribers know a drug has been found to be linked with increased mortality. This drug carries this warning, as do several other commonly prescribed antipsychotics. Results from the studies of this drug were similar to results from earlier trials of antipsychotics in patients with Alzheimer's. Lon Schadner, professor of psychology, psychiatry, neurology, and gerontology at the Keck School of Medicine 
at the University of Southern California noted in a paper. There are the same small points of difference on the CMAI scale that you see with every other drug, he said. Study trials assessing other atypical antipsychotics, and they give you a whole list of them, were conducted decades ago. All carry a black box warning, but unlike this drug, none was approved treating behavioral symptoms in elderly patients with Alzheimer's dementia. Robert Whittaker, a renowned medical and investigative journalist and author of the BMJ paper, wrote that advocacy groups are the main drivers behind the FDA's concession despite the drug's potential significant medical and societal impact. For example, Mr. Whitaker suggested that alleged pressures came from organizations, including the Alliance for Aging Research, leaders engage on Alzheimer's research, us against Alzheimer's, and the Alzheimer's Association, all of whom welcomed the decision to approve the drug. The public support is partly fueled by commercial interests. Well, I'm here to tell you that's the way it works. The drug companies are here to make money. That's right. They come up with these diseases, and, oh, they're going to come up with this winning drug, you know, just like Coke. That's how it works. They come up with something. They want to make money on it. So now they've got to have this life-threatening disease state, so now you've got to have the drug. You got it? That's really the way it works. Or else they take a disease state that's already going on, but it's nowhere near as bad as they claim it is, And so now everybody's got to have the drug. Everybody, just everybody, everybody's got to have the drug. That's how it works. Amen. All right. With member Otsuka Pharmaceutical Company, the manufacturer, the alliance, Mr. Whitaker noted, received Otsuka or the pharmaceutical company funding. And that's where the money flows. And that's the way it works in Congress, too. The drugs manufacturer endorsed it. The alliance gives, uh, receives the funding from the drug company. Antipsychotic medications are especially dangerous among the nursing home population because of their potentially devastating side effects, including death. A U.S. center for Medicare and Medicaid services, spokesperson said in the paper, we cannot speak to the hypothetical future use of this drug. However, our association will continue its efforts to reduce the prescribing of unnecessary antipsychotics in nursing homes. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications on such. adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. U.S. Health Secretary Xavier Barreca, Becerra, whichever his name is, on September 20th defended the Biden administration's widespread promotion of the new COVID-19 vaccines despite the dearth of data supporting their use. These vaccines work, he said, who isn't a doctor. And during a brief, he's not a pharmacist either, by the way. He is not, N-O-T, a pharmacist. 
said during a briefing at a pharmacy in Washington where he received one of the shots, or so they said. Dr. B- Mr. Becerra heads the Department of Health and Human Services, an agency of which the Food and Drug Administration and the Centers for Disease Control and, Pre- and Prevention are divisions. The FDA recently approved and authorized new COVID-19 vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna. The CDC then recommended them for nearly all U.S. residents under six months and older. Ages six, correction, ages six months and older. Thank you, Holy Spirit. While officials said that the vaccines will protect against severe illness, they acted without clinical trial efficacy data. Critics say that lack of evidence is undercutting the continuation of the years-long campaign to get U.S. residents vaccinated and boosted. Asked about the dearth of data on the vaccines, he defended the government's position. Actually, there's a lot of data available about the vaccines. Uh, Yes, we've been going over some of it. There's a lot of data available about the effectiveness of the vaccines. Let me tell you about the effectiveness. Of all the people I know, they got the shot. And one of them I don't know about this particular person, but all the rest of them, Every one of them got COVID. So much for that. But the best data, the best proof of their effectiveness is that we're all standing here alive because we've been vaccinated. Lord, you're going to have to judge that one. (laughs) The best testimony comes from those who are standing. The best testimony against not being vaccinated can't come because those who aren't standing and haven't passed away, can't say anything today. All right, Lord, you're on. The vaccines have worked. Yeah, that's why all those people I know came down with COVID. They're saving lives. No, Jesus does that. They're keeping people out of the hospital. No, people were afraid to go, so they stayed home. How do I know? Because my teller at the bank told me so. She said, we came down with COVID, but we were afraid to go to the hospital. And she's alive to be my teller today. And I think today we can all gather here and be fairly safe, even though we're not wearing masks, because most of us have been vaccinated, he said. He didn't cite any of the data, and his agency didn't respond to a request for citations. During the briefing, he also claimed that people could protect their loved ones by getting one of the new shots. Mm-hmm. He recounted celebrating his mother's 90th birthday, birthday recently and said that he felt comfortable doing so because he wouldn't spread COVID-19. No one is safe until everyone is. Uh-huh. And so it is time for us to do what we know best during this heightened fall and winter virus season. Yes, uh uh-huh. Let's protect our loved ones. Well, we're using Psalm 91. Apparently, the secretary has not reviewed the empirical studies bearing on his ludicrous statement. Dr. Harvey Risch, professor emeritus of epidemiology at the Yale School of Public Health, said, He is stating the fallacy of post hoc 
ergo prompter hawk. <laughs> Substantial fractions of the population alive today have not taken the COVID-19 vaccines, and they are here too. He noted that there are many other Americans who have suffered side effects from vaccines, including some who have died. Moderna CEO Stephanie Bansell and Pfizer CEO Albert Borla attended the event. Mr. Bansell repeated claims about the vaccines preventing transmission. We are going to be able to protect each other to protect ourselves. So my plea to all of you is to protect yourself, but also if you get vaccinated, protect your loved ones, he said. Now I'm telling you, Thanksgiving is coming, and they're going to play this hoax again. Uh, The vaccinated part of the family only has dinner with the vaccinated part of the family. And the unvaccinated part of the family isn't welcome to have dinner with the unvaccinated part of the family. Okay? Just get ready for it. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Amen. Let's see. Let's get on down the line with this. For the new vaccine, Pfizer reported running a trial but didn't disclose any of the results. Moderna reported immunogenicity results from a trial featuring 50 50 participants who received one of the company's new shots. The company compared the level of antibodies produced in recipients to the level in the recipients prior to the receipt of the vaccine. It found that the levels rose by at least tenfold, depending on the variant used in assays. The new vaccine is anticipated to be effective against current SARS-CoV-2 variant, Moderna official Dr. Francis Pretty said in a meeting this month. The FDA stated that the vaccines are expected to provide good protection against COVID-19 from the currently circulating variant. It also stated that it expects to clear a new round of shots on an annual basis, similar to the influenza vaccine update. The CDC stated that the vaccines protect against hospitalization and death. Uh Uh-huh. Well, you tell the family members of those that died that. As well as so-called long COVID, one of the 50 participants in Moderna's trial experienced a vaccine-related adverse event for which they required medical care. Although Moderna hasn't disclosed information about the event, side effects of earlier versions of the vaccine include allergic shock and heart inflammation. Some of the side effects have killed people. Just 17% of U.S. residents have received one of the shots that became available in the fall of 2022 and are now being replaced by the new vaccines. Top concerns are that preventing vaccination, according to polls, includes worries about side effects, a lack of trust in the government and pharmaceutical companies, and the knowledge that the vaccines aren't that effective. The bivalent vaccines also lack observational data, including data from the CDC, have found that the effectiveness of the vaccines against both infection and severe illness generally starts low and quickly drops. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications on such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Within days of the ceasefire in 
Nagorno-Karabakh, NK, wherever that happens to be, U.S. Agency for International Development, USAID, Administrator, Administrator Samantha Power, touched down in Yerevan with promises of support for Armenia's sovereignty. It's in Armenia. There, we got it. Exploring how the international develop, the U.S. Agency for U- International Development is attempting to reshape the country with the aid of its pro-Western prime minister. In the face of a military onslaught of Azerbaijani forces, the ethnic Armenian leadership in the disputed province of NK agreed last week to lay down arms and allow the territory to be subsumed into this other country or other place. Although Armenian Prime Minister Nikol P. accused Russian peacekeepers of failing to prevent the Azerbaijani attack, he had already recognized the territory and sought to distance himself from traditional allies in Moscow and ingratiate himself with the U.S. by holding military exercises with American forces and sending aid money to Ukraine. Power and U.S. State Department Acting Assistant Secretary for Europe and Eurasian Affairs, Yuri Kim, visited Yerevan on Monday. According to a press release from the State Department, the visit was intended to affirm U.S. support for Armenia's sovereignty, independence, territorial integrity, and democracy to help address humanitarian needs stemming from the recent violence in NK. Last year, USAID spent $33.7 million on Armenia, according to the agency's website. Mm-hmm. Almost half of this amount was directed to government and civil society projects. The agency stated that it intends to speed up the country's strategic transition to a more inclusive, democratic, and economically resilient society. So what does that sound like? Sound like somebody's getting American money again. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's not you and it's not me. USAID and Washington's primary distributor of civilian foreign aid. With a yearly budget approaching $30 billion, the agency is active in over 100 countries. While some of its missions involve the straightforward provision of food or medicine to developing countries, it has been accused of financing hazardous biological research. And in the words of President Candidate Robert J. Kennedy, Jr., is a CIA cutout. Mm-hmm. USAID is currently seeking contractors for tourism, disaster response, and PR projects in Armenia. However, other U.S. government agencies have already spent millions of dollars rebuilding the Armenian government and civic society in the image of the U.S. According to the U.S. government's contracting website, the State Department currently plans to hire a legal consultant to rewrite Armenian labor laws, spend $1.5 million on anti-corruption initiatives, and purchase a firearms training simulator 
for Armenian police, which Hashian has vowed to use in a tough response against protesters. Oh, so we're supposed to go train their police to treat the protesters like dirt. Gotcha. Okay, I got that. The State Department has already paid a think tank funded by USAID, the EU, and the U.K., almost $30,000 to debunk manipulations and smear campaigns in Armenia, in addition to funding anti-propaganda training for Armenia journalists. So they're going to make them act like Google and Microsoft and Twitter and Facebook and all them other people. Okay. Another $70,000 has been spent promoting American state media on Armenian television while $25,000 has been allocated for LGBT support programs. Additionally, the Pentagon is currently seeking to build a biological threat reduction facility in Armenia. While the description of this facility provided by the Pentagon is vague, Russia has accused the U.S. of using similar laboratories in Ukraine to research and manufacture biological weapons. Armenia is a former Soviet Republic and a member of the Collective Security Treaty Organization, a Russia-led defense bloc roughly analogous to NATO. The Russian Foreign Ministry warned on Monday that this guy is making a huge mistake by turning to the West, arguing that while Russia and Armenia have largely common interests in the fields of security and development, the U.S. is only taking interest in Armenia to inflict strategic dam- damage to Russia and destabilize the Eurasian region. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Well, saints, now we know. We're going to go take all these diseases we have here, all this uh, propaganda and other mess that we have here, and we're going to just take it and fill Armenia full of our sins. And iniquity. Isn't that right, Brother Marshall? By the grace of God, by the power of the Spirit. Thank you. Amen. Wow. Well, Father, you've heard, because you know what we're thinking even when we're asleep, and we not, might not remember. But you know everything. You know everyone, what's each one of our hearts, Father. You know how to change us all from glory to glory as we look to you. And we thank you for the spirit of adoption, Father. We've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, deliver all those in harm's way, not just those in Armenia, but all those, the people of the United States of America and every nation, Father God, and not just every part of the United States, including the Maine, Father God, in Jesus' name, where the children are in danger of being drugged, where the older people are in danger of being drugged in uh, nursing homes by a new, or wherever that is, I guess it's in England, I don't know where it is, Maybe it's the U.S., but maybe it's British British Medical Journal. Wherever they're pushing these drugs, Father God, so-called treat Alzheimer's patients. Well, Father God, I've had a little touch on some of these things, and I know a teeny-weeny bit, but you know everything. He said, if any man thinks he knows anything, knows nothing yet as he ought to know. So, Father, I cast all my cares upon you. I take the cup of salvation. You said, what shall we render unto the Lord? All his benefits toward me. I'll take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. He said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. You're, you're, you're faithful to the promise. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That we're there saved in, in Acts 2.21 is sozo. Saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. 
We ask you to save, heal, deliver, preserve, and make whole all those in every nation, not just Armenia, not just the United States, every nation, whether it's the United Kingdom, every nation, Father God, where they're trying to push drugs to control human beings, where they're trying to use propaganda. We bind every spirit of fraud. You, Satan, the strong man, you, the mind blinder, are bound. You, the spirits of pharmacia, sorcery, and witchcraft, all your little underlings are bound, Satan. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, according to Matthew 18, 18, in agreement with those things, and according to Matthew 16, 19, as joint heirs with Christ, according to, uh, where's that, Romans 8, 17, because of the blood of the covenant. We thank you for that blood. We pray that blood over all those things, each one of us. And we speak blindness to our enemy, mutinous mouths, and may only hear what Jesus wants to hear pertain to each and every one of us, all of our loved ones, all the family members, our believer, and all the descendants of every believer, not just Pat Holiday's descendants, all, not just Sabrina's descendants, grandmother's descendants, all the descendants of every believer, not just, who was it, Donald Trump's great aunt's descendants, including Donald Trump, Peyton Christine Smith, Father God, you heard their prayers. <clears throat> you heard their prayers, and they came before you. In agreement, Father God. Two little little older ladies, Father God, just like pathologists say, I'm just an older lady. But she knew who was in her. Because we know who's in us by the Spirit. It's not by human mighty, human power. It's by your Spirit, Lord. So, Father, by your Spirit, <clears throat> even as you promised, you said in the last days, I'll pour forth of my Spirit upon all flesh. We ask you to do so. Wake up the body of Christ, the sleeping giant. You wake up that body of Christ. We know that people are starting to wake up. That people are starting to say, well, wait a minute. The drug companies say these things are safe and effective from the previous COVID-19 business. And a lot of people said, well, wait a minute. How come the things that were exposed in the United Kingdom or in Scotland and other places said uh, there were more people hospitalized that got vaccinated than didn't get vaccinated? Why? Why? How come they say um, more people got uh, myocarditis? Uh, why did some of the pilots who got vaccinated were forced to either retire or get vaccinated? Some chose to retire early, which is why they're having a real problem finding pilots, Father God. But we found out that the previous vaccine was not really safe nor effective in Jesus' name. But we found out that there were other treatments that were safe and effective. And why is that? Because they not only worked against, uh, you know, things like uh, parasites, but uh, parasites that were designed in bioweapons labs, like they want to put into, uh, where's that, Armenia? They want to put one of the, just like they had them in Ukraine. They, they did call them the same thing. What did they call them? She just, Pastor Serena just read it. Oh, kind of a sad book. It has a nice name. That, that they like to use nice names for things. A bioreduction facility. What is it? Biothreat reduction facility. Well, how do they do that? Oh, oh well, how do they do that is they, 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 they do um, research, very scientific research to find out, well, if, if we can cha change this thing so we can manufacture venoms, which is another name for virus, a venom is a virus, whether it's made in a lab or it's made by a snake or a, uh, a creature in the sea, they're just venoms. And, Father God, we know that Satan came to talk to Eve as a serpent. And what do serpents sometimes have, besides being rather slithery and cold? They have venom quite often, like the King Cobra, Cobra Snake, which all those things were found in the people who got COVID in Italy. How remarkable. They had all these venoms in their stools and everything. The, the, only the people who got the vaccine had it, and not the others. Only the people who, not, not just the COVID, no, the people who got the vaccine had these venoms found in their bodies, found by a researcher. So, Father, we think that you're exposing all these things. 
because we've been praying and because you've been answering. And we thank you for those people who are willing to speak the truth. Of course, you can't hear it on ABC, NBC, CNN, or any of those, but you're going to have to hear an alternative news, Father God, because the, the, the saints have to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. We have to seek out the truth. If we don't have a love of the truth, especially the Word of God, the real truth, because Jesus is the way, the truth, and love. He spoke to, who was it, Pontius Pilate before he was crucified for us? When, before he took that cup of cursing, when he hung on that tree, he took the vinegar in our place. He took the sour so we could have the sweet. He took that in our place. He quit the butter, got that. He said he came to bear witness of the truth. And, and, and what did Pontius Pilate say? What is truth? Father God, there's a lot of these psychopaths don't seem to have a clue what empathy or truth is. They're following a false god. Maybe they found that god at the Masonic Lodge when they came seeking light. But Jesus is the light who's come into the world. How can they be looking for light and be a Christian looking for light in a Masonic Lodge? Father God, we ask you to expose everything that's going on, and we thank you for doing so, even as you said you would, and we thank you for doing so, even as Jesus says, where is that over there in Luke 8, 17, for nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, not everything kept hid that shall not be known and come abroad. Father God, your word is true. It's true from the beginning. It's always been true. You came out with ten commandments, not ten suggestions. You said, thou shalt not uh, worship false gods. And you said in the, in the book of Revelation, or is that 21.8, if, if we have idols, if we, if we worship a false god, we're not going to make heaven. So whether we worship our own opinion or the lust of the flesh, or we worship some supposed scientific doctor like Fauci, he's Mr. Science himself, Evidence was that false evidence, fear is false evidence appearing real. But we thank you, Father God. You've not given us that fear. You didn't do that. I never watched The Exorcist. I had watched some of the Weather Channel in the past. Oh, it's a hurricane coming. Oh, it's going to be a really big, 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 big hurricane. Yeah, but Father God, you said no weapon formed against us will prosper. And that's not just hurricanes. Oh, no. Even if they're stirred up or steered, at least, um, artificially. Even as Lyndon Baines Johnson, many, many years ago when I was a little person, he said, that's going to be the, great, the greatest thing for man to have is to control the weather. We can do it. And did they try to do that in Vietnam? Oh, yeah, they did it there too. So, Father God, they're trying to control people against their will. They're trying to control people to control their children. Why do they want the children? Did Satan ever do this before? Did, he, did Pharaoh tell the midwives? to uh, not allow the Jewish baby boys to be born, but to kill them while they're being born. Oh, but we couldn't get there fast enough because these Jewish women are so strong. They give their babies. They're born before we get there. Not like the, not like the Egyptian women. <laughs> they, they covered their backside, but God gave them grace. You said we're not supposed to lie, but instead we're supposed to do what? We're stand, supposed to stand for the truth. Sometimes people have to stand for the truth. How about Rahab the harlot? Did she come into the kingdom of God? She's part of Jesus' ancestry. Did she say, hey, the spies went out that way? Did she tell the truth? Mm, sort of, maybe not, kind of. Uh, maybe they were hidden up on the roof under the flax stalks. And what does flax represent? Represents uh, linen or the righteous garment. We thank you that you give, us, uh, you give us your righteousness. You cover us with your blood. We plead that blood of your righteousness. You're the high priest, Lord Jesus, over all the saints and all the children of every believer, Father God, in Jesus. And not just those in Maine where the children in danger. And that's not just Maine. Many places in danger. Oh, Lord, deliver all the children. Deliver all the children. You said that we know, you're not one of these little ones. You're Paris in Matthew 18, 14. So, Father God, save all the children. And save the older people, too, Father God. You want us to be able to live long, healthy lives if we'll do it your way. 
because it says the curse cost us shall not come. But we better not be running down, down after an idol. So, Father, send the Holy Spirit to bring conviction, even as Pastor Green is asking for conviction for the body of Christ, the miracle in that church, but not just miracle in that church, and not just kind of about that, about all the people who claim to be good, quote-unquote good. How are you? I'm good. But Jesus said only God is good. Well, how did you get to be good? Did you get washed in the blood? I, I, I still can't prove that, but I think that has to do with taking a cup of salvation. Because you said, when I see the blood upon the houses where you are, the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. And he's looking for the blood on our lips and in our hearts. And we plead that blood over each of us. And when we look to you, Lord, and your eyes are red with wine, you said, seek the Lord in his strength, seek his face continually. Because if we're looking to you, Lord, we're not going to be anxious or distressed. We're not going to be sick or weak or die prematurely, Father God, when we realize we can discern your body because your arm's not too short to save. So save all those in harm's way. Father God, I ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction on this so-called House Speaker McCarthy who got, who got pushed in there. I think even Trump helped support him. I'm not sure about that, Father God. I really don't know about Donald Trump. I, I, I just don't know. I really don't know. He's done some wonderful things for this nation, but he's also done some things that maybe just protecting his legal backside about not coming out against the, uh, the first vaccine, Father God, because of the, what was that called? He tried to rush it through the uh, rush, rush, rush thing. But it was actually created long before this. But he put his signature on the thing. Maybe he had some improper advisors. Maybe the people that, the patriots, in, there were a few of them in Congress, didn't want McCarthy in there because they thought he was a rhino. And he just sounds like he might be. So, Father God, we ask you to protect the people of this nation, Father God, from all the plants and expose everything that's going on, not only according to Luke 8:17. Many, many places in your word, you say you're exposing what's going on in Jesus' name, even in Mark uh, 4.22 in Jesus' name. And we think of exposing everything that's going on with the medical tyranny plans, Father God, in Jesus' name. Mark 4.22, your words forever settled in heaven. Jesus speaking. He, he knows what he's talking about. He only sees what Father God gives him to say. For there's nothing hid that shall not be manifest, neither was anything kept secret that shall not be, not should not come abroad. <coughs> Father, he said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. And we're calling upon your name, King Jesus. Thank you, Father, for saying Jesus in your name. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. That name written in the blood of the, lim- of the living God. And every witchcraft curse sent against all the people of every nation. Not just Armenia, not just the United States. Not just Russia, not just China. Yes, there are Christians in China. Yes, there are lots of Christians in China and Russia. Um, there may be quite a few in America still. And we thank you, Father God, for waking up the sleeping giant. Every nation, including in Europe, all the different European nations including in Switzerland. I thank you for that Swiss doctor that Mike Adams talked to. You told me to listen to that 27-minute broadcast or whatever he put out last night. And she worked for the WHO, and she's exposing their agenda. We thank you, Father God, for the people bringing that, these things to light. We thank you for exposing what's really going on, and that it's all these drugs and all this stuff is not for the benefit of human beings. It's for the benefit of the global elite's agenda. This is an agenda going back not just a few decades, not just a few hundred years, probably going back a long time, not just when Pharaoh tried to kill the Jewish boys. How about when, um, when all the, the, the little boys were killed in Bethlehem, Father God? But Jesus got up because Joseph was talked to by the Lord. He said, it's time to head to Egypt now. Take your, take your little baby and your wife and head down to Egypt. So, Father, help all of your children to develop our ear, to hear our Savior much, much, 
more clearly, more distinctly, Father God, in Jesus' name. I thank you for the the, the prayer, um, uh, this, uh, the, the dream protocol that has been given to us by Pastor Sabrina. It's been helpful for me, Father God. Even the other day that I had a dream, and you said, yeah, you sent it. I'm trying to remember where it was. I remember it was 521. You gave me a scripture, Father God. So uh, help me to remember when that time is right, Father God, for that. So we thank you, Father God, that your children get to hear your voice more clearly. Jesus, you said it in, in John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. And earlier in John chapter 10, kind of a, and, and a, a stranger's voice they will not follow. And Father God, I've seen a neighbor uh, at a, a place where I go to from time to time, haven't been there recently, but they have sheep. And he said, you know, one thing the sheep really like is, is hearing the grain bucket come. They come right away. And they're, they're like all line up because they want food. And Father God, help all the people, all the descendants of every believer have a hunger and a thirst for righteousness. You said, my sheep hear my voice. Help us to hear the corn, the wine, and the oil. Help us to respond to your spirit the way you want, Lord, and be in safety, being where you want all the benefits of Psalm 91 over each and every one of all your saints, including the people in Armenia, Father God. Those people were terribly persecuted in the past, horrifically persecuted. I remember when I was a little a little child, my mom said, uh, eat your vegetables, remember the starving Armenians. And that's when I was a kid. You know, that was quite a while ago, more than 70 years ago, quite a while ago. So, Father God, we thank you, Father God. If, if they were starving back then, the people that don't like other people, the people that look like people, and you talk about them, I think it's in, in uh, Daniel chapter 2, it says, um, you know, that, that, that you can't mix miry uh, clay with iron, Father God. But you said that there, there is something mixed in. They look like people, but what are they? I don't think they're um, completely human, Father God. I don't think they have empathy, Father God. These people that don't seem to have any empathy, Father God, for the children, for any human being, for the older people, they just want to eliminate them. Why is that, Father God? Because they have an agenda. Father God, we thank you for exposing the agenda. We thank you for bringing all these things to light. Including these people trying to push this new vaccine, trying to do the same thing. Satan used the same game plan over and over and over. Killing the people, killing the people, killing the babies, uh, the Jewish baby boys, killing the people in Bethlehem, Father God. And now he wants to kill the people with new jabs, Father God. Oh, yeah, this is safe and effective. Uh, did, how many studies did you do? Oh, really? 50 people? How long did you study them afterwards? Uh, 10 days? Uh, 10 months? 10 years? Are they really safe and effective? Father God, we ask you to bring all these things to light, including what's going on with the thing that at least, what's his name? Um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. saying it's a CIA. Thank you, God, Father God. You've given him Holy Ghost boldness, and he doesn't even have CIA. For some reason, they don't want to give him CIA. They want to give him a Secret Service protection as a presidential candidate. Well, he had an uncle and other family members that were assassinated. Who were they assassinated by? Uh, this guy says the CIA had their hand involved. I don't know, but I've heard other people confirm that. So, Father, we thank you for exposing all these things. Oh, Satan, you're bound from our position seat in heavenly places in Christ Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. Every demonic spirit seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy. From all levels, all, all areas, every spirit of Leviathan, heads and tails cut off. Every marine spirit, asthma, cosmos, think of a circle, is bound and gate. Every spirit coming against all those standing for the truth as best they know how. Some claim to be Christians. Some don't really claim to be Christians yet. We thank you, Father God, for those doctors that have been, you know, said, well, you know, I just wanted to know the truth. 
and I didn't have much to do with the Bible before, but now I realize it's a spiritual warfare. We bind every ungodly spirit. We ask you to send reinforcing angels, Father God, more with us than with them, according to Second Kings uh, chapter 6, verses 16 and following. And Jesus said, the things that I have done, you can do, and better th- greater things than these in John chapter 14. So we ask you, Father God, to send as many angels as you deem to be necessary to watch over all those that are already blood-washed saints and those that will be, Father God, those that are learning what it really means to be a member of the body of Christ, to follow Jesus. How can you follow somebody if you're kind of wandering off to the side? So, Father God, help me not to wander, because you want to all your sheep to be in one fold. Jesus came to be, he's the good shepherd, and the good shepherd gives us what? His life for the sheep. He was willing to lay down his blood, his life for each one of us. And, <laughs> and we thank you, Father God. That was your plan. You sent him to pay that price. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifesting, but destroy the works of the devil. And we thank you for doing so. Satan, your works are destroyed. Jesus said it is finished in Jesus' name. And he cannot lie. It's impossible for God to lie. He only speaks the words Father God gave him to speak, fulfilling the prophecies from Deuteronomy 18, 18. And he is the prophet. He is the Messiah. Please plead that blood over each one of us and all the descendants, every believer, all the children, every nation, not just the United States, not just in Canada and Europe, every nation, yes, in Mexico, Father God, and all those people that have been trafficked, the little children have been dragged across the border, and they don't know where they're going. Maybe their parents thought they were going to a better place. Maybe their parents were duped. Maybe Donald Trump was duped. I don't know, Father God, but you know all things, Father God. And our times are in your hands. And we thank you, Father. Satan, you're bound. Everyone, every other things are bound. For our position, seated in heavenly places, according to Proverbs 18, 10, according to Psalm, the end of Psalm 91, because he set his love upon me. Therefore, will I deliver him. will set him on high, because he hath known my name. No! 
Candidates finding their